Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to use for the title for this closing session, What is Prosperity? Also during this session, I'd like to do some questions and answers. We'll have a few people come down who have some questions on the subject. And by clearing up those individual questions, it will help us all. Because we're dealing with the question, what is prosperity? I would like to use a Bible text to help answer that. Third John, the second verse. There are no chapters in this short book. And the preacher comes out again here, so let's stand for the reading of the text. Well, you sent for Reverend Ike, so you're going to get Reverend Ike by God. And I'd like to say, as a preliminary, when we're talking about prosperity, we're not just simply talking about material things as such, because no one is prosperous without peace of mind. If you have peace of mind, I'll tell you you're wealthy, you're rich. I define prosperity in part as peace of mind. I define it as being what you want to be, doing what you want to do, and having what you want to have. And I'll tell you, that's my concept of prosperity. Now the text from 3 John, the second verse, I'm going to read it. And I'll tell you one of the reasons that I'm going to read this is because there's so many people who have hang-ups about prosperity. And a lot of people, I, I would say most people have their hang-ups about prosperity based on religion. So, for their sake, and not only their sake, because I love the Bible, I'm going to read from the Bible, but I'll, I'll digress slightly for a moment. I've found out that people who are literalists about the Bible, you know, you can wave the Bible at them and tell them anything. As long as you wave the Bible, you can tell them anything. See, you, that's the stuff you've got to watch. Because you can take the Bible and make it say anything. And people do. It's like the guy who took the Bible and turned to one place and read, and Judas went and hung himself. And he flipped over quickly to another page and read, Go thou and do likewise. It's in the book. And that may seem comical, but a lot of people have been done in by religion. And I find that the majority of the people who have what I call a prosperity rejection complex, they have it because of some religious idea. You know, they quote where Jesus says, Blessed are the poor. And so in order to be blessed, they think that they have to make it their business to be poor. So here in the text that we are about to read, the infinite by means of the Apostle John is expressing its wish for us. I will read it for you and have you repeat it. I want you to shout it back at me as I shall read it. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. 
For those of you who have some kind of prosperity rejection complex based on religion, this should help to cure you. I have had people say, well, Reverend Ike, you know, I never wanted too many material things and I never wanted very much money because I thought that maybe if I had too much money, I wouldn't love the Lord so much. But I never could understand that because I've discovered that I can love the Lord a lot better when I have money to meet my needs and to pay my bills. Do you know how much you can love the Lord sitting in the back of a Rolls Royce Fathom 5? <laughs> so, we are going to read the text again to be purposely repetitious and then we'll be seated and continue our study. So I want you to really shout it after me again. Let this go deep into your subconscious and accept this as the will of infinite God for you. Accept it as a personal message of prosperity to you from the infinite. Beloved! Beloved! Yeah, let me pause for a moment. I mean, isn't it just wonderful to think of infinite God speaking to you, calling you, Beloved! The infinite loves you. God loves you. Infinite being loves you. And it's so important, and they talked about it during this conference, self-esteem. And I believe that it's important in self-esteem to, to believe that God, by whatever name you may call God, loves you. When I went to that little one teacher's school that my mother taught seven grades in one room at growing up, it was before the uh, Supreme Court found out we were praying in school. We sang in chapel every morning, and I remember one of the little Christian hymns that we sang, Yes, Jesus Loves Me. And of course, I'm treading on so much ground here. I don't believe in forcing my religion on anybody, and I don't, I don't believe we should force our various religions on, on one another. But I'm just saying that to say that whatever you believe God is, whatever you call God is, it, it is important to your self-esteem that you believe that God loves you. That's important. And it is important in your consciousness that you establish a loving relationship with whatever you call God. And this is so beautiful, and I want you to take this personal as we shall read it again, and maybe again. Beloved! I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And you say, wow, three times and sit down. Wow, wow, wow. Imagine the infinite is calling you beloved. My precious one, my wish for you is prosperity. So I'm going to have you affirm with me in one shouting voice. God wants me to prosper. Come on. Say it again. 
And let me tell you, if you get it down into your consciousness that God, the infinite, wants you to prosper, this will be a tremendous prospering experience in your life. This is a workshop, so we're going to work on each other with this. I want you to turn in your seat, shake every hand you can reach, and say to each other, God wants you to prosper. Go ahead and do it. God wants you to prosper. Now you're going to tell yourself that. You're going to call your name. I want you to touch yourself with both hands and say, God wants Susie Brown to prosper, whatever your name is. Come on, God wants Frederick Eichmann Carter to prosper. Who does God want to prosper? Say the whole thing. Who does God want to prosper? You know, if I could really get you to subjectify that and to go from here thinking and feeling that, it would shock your intellect as to the things that will begin to happen to you. If you can live your life from this premise, I'm going to quote Reverend Ike again. That imminent authority on everything. <laughs> Reverend Ike says, life meets you just like you meet life. And I'll put it in the first person. Life meets me just like I meet life. Say that. And so, you see, if you go out into life and meet life with this idea in your mind that God wants me to prosper, nothing can stop you. Because there's another beloved verse of Scripture that says, if God be for us, who can be against us? And if we go out into this world which believes in recession and downturns in the economy, if we go out into the world believing that God wants us to prosper, then the world and its negative thinking will not be able to stop, obstruct, or delay our prosperity. And I want you to go out of here today in that attitude that the Almighty wants me to prosper. The infinite wants me to prosper. And it also helps those religious people and those who are not religious to understand that success and prosperity are not simply human ego trips. And so I have this affirmation. My success and prosperity glorify God and uplift all mankind. I'm going to give it to you again in about two parts and have you shout it back at me. My success and prosperity glorify God. My success and prosperity glorify God. And uplift all mankind. And you see, this is really what this world needs in its state of negative thinking and experience at this time. It needs people 
who will believe in success and prosperity and who will demonstrate success and prosperity to let people know that you don't have to go along with the negative thinking of the masses. It is God's will for me to prosper. And you know, I actually believe that. <laughs> I really believe that. All of the good that I enjoy, I, I believe God wants me to have all the good that I have. This is another subject of a sermon I did some time ago that says, God wants me to have what I want. Say that. God wants me to have what I want. And you see, you're to be sure that what you want is good, what you want is right, what you want is not in any way detrimental to yourself or to another. You, know, you don't want to be hard-hearted and egotistical and want your way regardless of who it hurts. You don't have to take your good from somebody else. But get in tune with the infinite and know that God wants me to have what I want. Say it again. And it will aid you in accomplishing the good that you desire if you actually believe that. Beloved, my precious child, the infinite is saying to you, I wish above all things. Notice the language of the text. I'm using a little of my hermeneutics now that I learned at the theological cemetery. I mean, seminary. I wish above all things, listen to that, above all things, the infinite says, I wish that you would prosper. And here you are talking about recession and the unemployment statistics. Above all things, the infinite wants me to prosper. We have to get into agreement with God, or again, as the title of a book says, in tune with the infinite. When you want to prosper as much as God wants you to prosper, then by God you'll prosper. And I hope I can turn you on to that intensity of good desire this afternoon so that you can truly say and feel, I want to prosper just as much as God wants me to prosper.
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Doug E. Fresh, and you're listening to Hindsight Radio. And when I'm doing commerce, I'm always tuning in to Hindsight Radio, the information station that's uh-huh. taking over the nation. Always Hindsight. I. First, I'd like to say peace to the gods. To Tuesday. With your host, Akeem L. He knows more than you can imagine. Well, the truth is. You got to get yourself together. The truth is, you got to get your mind right. The truth is, you got to get your paperwork in order. The truth is, I'm listening. But are they listening? Side radio. What are you talking about? Okay. What about Tuesday? Yo, I can't pick me up. You turn that on, son. Welcome to Talk Talk Radio. Please call if you're the the truth is Tuesday. With your host, Akeem L. The truth. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation.
Peace, peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem L. here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I got my glasses. Yeah, I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, I myself is doing wonderful. Um, hope, you know, you're living prosperous. Prosperously. Title of the show today is You Are More Powerful Than You Think. Yes. You are more powerful than you think you are. You know, we we go through our life and we have so many negative imagery, negative words, negative mindsets that come at us and Sometimes we can get discouraged. We can get, you know, we just start doubting ourselves. We start a new venture, then doubt sets in, and you and you feel like you want to retreat back to the familiar, what you know. You want to go back to what you you the, the devil that you were used to. You hate the devil, you hate that devil, but you want to go back to it. And this happens a lot of time when you're ready to branch out and become bigger and better. When you want to become a bigger and better version of yourself. And you say, why am I doing this? What's going on? When things are looking slow in your business, when things are looking like they're not changing no matter what you do. See, that's at a time in your life when you believe you don't have the power to get, get past it, when you start to have these self-defeating thoughts. Now, those thoughts are just illusions. That's it. That's all it is. And usually when I have a thought like that and I really research my mind, I look back and say, when, when's the last time I encouraged myself? See, too many times we're looking for someone to encourage us or something to encourage us. But the best person that can encourage you is you. You know yourself better than anybody else, right? The best person that can give you the best encouragement is you talking to yourself. Telling yourself how powerful you are. Telling yourself how successful you are. If if you have an issue with love in your life, telling yourself how loving you are. If you want a business to be successful, telling yourself that my business is successful. My business is making millions of dollars. Just telling yourself these things. Speaking these things into existence. Being thankful for the accomplishments that you have in your business so far. When, when, you, when, when you are starting a business and you have a business and 
it's going along, take the time to be thankful for the business that you have gotten up until that point. Don't be discouraged. Don't think negative about, well, man, I wish I could do more. That's that's a negative thought. No, be thankful. Man, someone did business with me today. And because of that one transaction, many more is going to come after that. Just be thankful and just constantly be in a state, constant state of gratitude in your life. I know I'm highlighting businesses and stuff like that. The reason why, because I want you to have your own business. I want you to have be your own boss. I want you to be able to control your own time. So you don't have to worry about religious exemptions. You don't have to worry about vaccinations. You don't have to worry about the job switching up on you and telling you, you know, we can't use you anymore. Right when you was getting comfortable. I can tell you, I've, I've I've been down that road two to three times, been laid off from jobs. And that's not a good feeling when they tell you this is your last day. Yeah, well, you know, they give you severance and all that. They give you a little hush money. But that's not a good feeling. You know, being laid off is just, it's, it's being fired. You're fired. Whether it's, you know, and you did it, something wrong, they fired you, or they just, you didn't do anything wrong, you're still without a job. And someone was able to control that, tell you, you can't come back here anymore. Good luck. It's not a good feeling. And when it happened to me, I said, you know, I, I can't, I can't deal with this. I don't like that. I come, come to this job, I give it my all. And then they, you know, one day just say, they don't want to pay me anymore. My paycheck is not good for their bottom line. So if anybody out there is listening to me and you have a business and it's and it seems to be slow, and I'm saying that deliberately that it seems to be slow, and the reason why it seems to be slow is because you have the thoughts and ideas that it's slow. And if you keep having those thoughts that the business is slow, it will continue to be slow. You gotta have thoughts of prosperity. Some of you couldn't hear the clip I was playing of Reverend Ike, and he was saying, God wants you to prosper. There's a scripture, I think it's John chapter uh third John one. No, not third John one, uh third John Two, or third John one verses two. I'm sorry, tripping. It says, "Beloved, I pray that in every way you may prosper and enjoy good health, as your soul also prosper." Prospers. Now, this is a very powerful scripture on many levels, and I'll just talk about a couple of them. It says. It says you may prosper and enjoy good health as your soul also prospers. Wait a minute. It's like he made a separation there. He said you and then your soul prospers. What is the, there's a difference. There's a distinction there between you as your soul also prospers. The truth of you. That your soul is the truth of you. It's, it's that inner you. The God in you. 
You're saying she'll prosper. And how does that soul prosper? It has to, has to know, has to think prosperous thoughts. It cannot think self-defeating ideals or ideas. It cannot preach its own demise by saying, wow, business is slow. Why wow, I need it to pick up. That's negative. Keep those words out of your mouth. What you should be saying is what this scripture say. I, I'm going to switch it up. My business is prospering. I am prosperous. My soul is prosperous. My household is prosperous. Speaking everything in this moment, in this now, as if it is already there. Seeing prosperity in your mindset every day, daily, waking up, thinking these things, going to sleep, thinking these things, constantly, consistently, and guess what? Like magic, and it's, I say magic, but it's not magic. It's just how the universe works. It gives you exactly what you dwell on, what you ask for. It gives you all that you desire. Yes, even those things that you claim you don't want. That is the trick of life. That's why the one thing you must control is your mind. Because if you don't control it, someone else will. If you just allow your mind to just wander into every negative ideal, every minefield of depression and bad thoughts, you're going to live a very non-prosperous, stressful life. For the most part, my life does not have stress. Me and my wife, we really don't have stress. And guess what? The only time we do have stress, the only time we do have stress is when we are trying to force our ideas onto each other and make each other agree with with what we have to say. When I let that go, I don't have any stress. And, And if you really search your life, if you really search your situations, the only time you have stress is when you're not just letting things go and just let that other person be right. Let them be right. Let them have it. Okay. You don't know how much power power it is when you just allow someone else to just have their say in something. And how much stress you take off your shoulders. You don't have to be right. Why? Even if you are right, what is it going to do? How does it help you prosper? See, if you are thinking prosperous thoughts, and and prosperity is not just money. That's just one of the many aspects of prosperity. But prosperity is just having, prosperity to me, be having a peaceful life. That's prosperous. That's very powerful. To have peace in my life. And when I, once I realize that most times when I don't have peace, it's my own ideas and thoughts that's causing me to have turmoil. It's my own perception of the situation that's causing the turmoil. A few challenging things have come my way over the past 
couple of days. Things that weren't right, that I said wasn't right. But but guess what? The remedy was right there. I didn't have to argue. I didn't have to talk about it. Just just take care of it. And it's and back to peace again. What's that what's that uh song? Um it's an old song. Back to life, back to reality. See, when you're living a stressful life, that's not reality. That's not life. Life is <laughs> living peaceful and prosperous. My definition of life is living peaceful, prosperous, and having good relationships with the people around me and good relationship with my family. That's life. That's reality for me. See, other people have different types of realities. Their reality is pain and sorrow. And you hear it in these songs that they're singing all the time. You know, there was a time I loved, I, there's songs that I like, very good songs, but I had to stop listening to them because they were strumming painful thoughts. Singing negative things. Think about it. Some of us are asking for a good relationship, good wives and husbands, but yet we're listening to songs that talk about breaking up. You did me wrong. Songs like to the left, to the left. (laughs) You know, singing them them Beyonce songs and them other songs. And the, the guys, most of the songs now, the guys are singing, they're begging. Forgive me, I did wrong. You know, all that craziness. singing songs about bad relationships and dwelling on that stuff. And you know how songs are? They have catchy tunes and a rhythm that repeats over and over and over and over and over again. And you sing that, and guess what? Look at just Just taking an observation of all of these singers that sang songs like that, and they were great at it. And look at their relationship life. Their relationship life is identical to the songs they sing. And then for some reason... They're wondering why they're having problems. You're singing, you're singing about bad relationships. You're supposed to be singing and dwelling on good things in your life constantly. You, you got to get away from the crowd mentality of all of this talking about bad news. You know, that, that's another thing. We know we got a situation going on in the world, but we don't have to talk about it all the time. Talk about making some money. Just talk about having good family relationships, having good friendships. Let the world deal. Let the people who want to deal with negative things, let them let them deal with that. Let them have it. You don't have to participate. And I know it's hard because, I mean, I uh, I get caught up in those conversations too from time to time. And I have to remind myself that that conversation is not prosperous. It's not going to give me the peace of mind that I'm looking for. So I got to get out of that and start talking about the things that I really want in my life. And when I look back at what's going on in my life now, everything's good. I got a good life. I'm very 
fortunate. Very fortunate, you know, to live the life that I live. And I know I can live, have more and be more abundant, be more prosperous if I start thinking more prosperous. I still, that's why I said the title of the show, you are more powerful than you think you are. Even, you know, there's people at the height of their success, and even they could be more powerful if they just think more, if they just believe in more. We all have exactly what our consciousness has conceived and perceived. That's what we all have. We all have that. We have exactly where our consciousness is right now. And once you can grab hold of that concept and understand that that's what is going on in your life, that you are the driving force to everything that you have and you're receiving at this moment, you will be able to snap your fingers and money will start showing up. Love will start showing up. See, in order to have anything that you desire, you have to become that which you desire. You want a lot of money, you got to be money. You have to believe I'm money. I'm a money magnet. Money flows through my hands freely and consistently and abundantly. I guarantee you, you say those things consistently on a daily basis, and you're going to watch money come from places that you never expected. Now, to the carnal mind, the intellectual mind, they can't, they won't perceive that. You may not be able to perceive or understand what I'm saying. But we not, I'm not talking to that mind. That mind ain't ready to get out of the concept of everything is happening outside of you. That mind is not ready and mature enough to hear this. I'm talking to all of those people that are in that mindset that are ready to know that their consciousness is the God in their life. That is the God that is doing and providing for you. That God, the God in you. Will you be bold enough to accept that? Will you be bold enough to go against normal, traditional, religious ideology and say that? Why not? You tried it the other way all your life. I know I had. I tried it that way, waiting, looking up in the sky, getting on my knees, putting my head down, looking at my feet, looking at the carpet, looking at the bed, you know, praying fervently these prayers and, and getting up, and nothing happens. What's crazy about that, all this prayer I'm talking, I'm, I hear my voice. I don't hear another voice coming back at me. All I hear is my voice. Until one day, without without realizing it, I went inside and looked. 
I didn't realize that the God that I was cussing out and upset with for not doing anything for me was me. It was me. That was the God that that day when I had that epiphany, I was cussing out. And when I cussed myself out so bad, Daddy got fed up and talked back to me. He said, listen, you, you want something to happen? You got to start taking responsibility for all that you believe in because everything you believe comes from somebody else's opinion or idea, not from within you, not from what you were given from the day you was born. The blueprint was imprinted on your DNA on who you are. It was that day. That's what I'm telling you. Don't look anywhere else. Don't look up in the sky. Don't look in the ground. Don't look to the side, to the left. Don't look in a book. Don't look in the church. Look within you. Everyone that Christ heals, he always asked them. He, 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 he said, don't sin anymore. And don't tell anybody. Don't go telling everybody how blessed you are. Don't go bragging and look what happened to me. No. Although people didn't listen, they still weren't told. Why? why, why let's, let's examine that. Why did, why did he say not to tell everybody? Because people would get misconceptions. When they, don't see, when they don't understand or have the experience of a healing, they come up and they come up with intellectual reasonings why you got healed. They'll make up something. See, the Christ knew that people would place too much importance on him in the healing and then not place the importance on the healing within themselves that they can do themselves. That's why don't 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 tell anybody because now you're gonna get all confused. It's just like you have a business idea, you get you get endowed and inspired from the, the, the spirit that you can do this business and you can see it being successful and then you take that healing business idea and you tell somebody outside of that and they say something to destroy it. It's just like that. Your healing, your saving, your your success is for you and you alone. Now, once you do become successful and you have all these things, yeah, you share with people, but you share in, in a way that you don't become boastful or too proud. See, I'm getting to the point where I know where my mindset, and every time I raise my level of consciousness and I have a level of of uh, awareness come over me, I realize that I don't have to say as much anymore. I don't have to do all of this talking. I don't have to do it. It's not necessary. Because why is it not necessary? Because it's just like when the Christ healed, the fruit showed itself by the healing. No, that's why he said, "Don't tell nobody. Just let you let them see you seeing again." 
And when they ask you what happened, hey, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. You have to believe. Let them see the example. You don't have to say the example. They'll see it. They'll see some of you have this information y'all want to share with the family and teach. No, 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 no. Save your breath. Let them see your actions. And when they see you moving in a way different and having everything just happening for you at the drop of a hat, at a snap of a finger, they're going to be like, what's going on here? They're going to want some of that. They want to want to know that. And you're going to have to, and you're going to have to preach to them and teach them just like this. Hey, you got to change your mind. You got to change your consciousness. And for the intellectual mind, they're going to look at you all confused. Like, what are you talking about? See, they want a, they want a, a, a rule book. One, two, three, four. What do I do? Oh, oh, okay. I do this. I do this. I do this. See, they don't want to sit back and put down the books and the things that they can read and go into the depths of their power of their mind, into their consciousness, and meditate and get the answer that way. Things that are seen are made of the things that are unseen. All the success that you will receive in your life, all the prosperity that you will receive in your life, come from the things that are unseen. It's no book, no Bible, no church, no thing, no person outside of you that's going to make it happen. But you. You can put these books down and sit back and meditate and watch. Answers will come to you. Most of my answers, most of my epiphanies came from just laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling. Those of you who are standing up at night and can't sleep and stuff like that, and you can't, why I can't sleep? Why? Because the Spirit is staring you up to receive a word in your spirit. But some of you are so distracted by your problems, you won't calm those worries down. You'll never receive the answer in worry and despair. It's going to block, you're blocking it from getting through. When you just calm down and say everything will be okay, everything is okay, not will be, everything is okay. Everything works out. Guess what? The moment you utter those words and you actually have faith and believe in it, the situation that you are dealing with that hard time will heal itself. And the answer will come. The moment. The best way I can show you, tell you how that works is the very first time I ever did a wallfish, and it was, to me, one of the hardest ones. It, the woman wanted a line in her bathroom. I never did a wallfish before where I put, you put the line in the wall, and it was my first time, and I was doing satellites, and I was doing them out of my 1996 uh, Nissan Maxima, a car, right? So I didn't even have a ladder in there. I just, you know, hoped they didn't need me to get on the roof or anything like that. But anyway, I was like, how in the H-E double hockey stick am I going to do this? I ain't never done it. No one's actually showed me how to do it. I have an idea what to do. And I stood there for a good 20 or 30 minutes staring at this, walking up in the attic, kind of get sized this thing up, worrying about it, concerned about it. 
called my buddy who said he should walk me through it. Couldn't get him. And then I did finally get got, get him on the phone. He gave me an idea of how to do it. And then something said, I can't just go do the work you know how to do. Just go do that. Don't don't sit here because you're not getting any done thing done watching this wall. So that was the first time I realized, woke up and said, you know, do what you know and the answer will come. So I went and started working. I was doing everything, you know, just when I was about to finish up the last line that I had to put in. Boom. The idea came. <laughs> How to do it. I mean, it came clear as day. Step by step, I went and did it. See? Now, if I'd have stood there just confused, I would have never got done. I would have never got done. I've been there at that, that person's house for hours. And so many times I see guys do that. They'll get stuck on one thing instead of going and do what they know. And that's what I'm saying to you. In your, this works in all aspects of your life. Go do what you know how to do. You might be stuck on your business, you know, getting it going, getting business, but do what you know how to do. The one thing that makes business successful is consistency. Is consistency. That's the, the number one thing. And the other thing that makes it successful is just get started in doing it. Like I have no, I have never owned a trucking company or driven a box truck ever in my life. But guess what? I got a a trucking business <laughs> right now. Yes. Do I have fears about it? Do I have concerns about it? Yes, but I got to push all that to the side and say, well, the inspiration told me to go do this, and I was excited about it, and I, was, and I moved on it. One challenge after another hit. Oh, we need to get a truck. And we need to do this. We need to fill out this. We need to do all these things. Oh, got the truck, and oh, the truck needs this. And, it, it, and I'm like, and throughout this, why are you doing this, Hakeem? You, 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 you got the, the membership. You got your website. You, you, you're helping people do this and do that. You're doing this because the word came to do it and said that you will be prosperous at this. So don't start doubting now. Don't start allowing difficult situations to back you off of it. Don't start allowing these little things that pop up to discourage you because all of those things, those little discouraging ideas, those little discouraging things are testing to see how serious you are about this project, business, or whatever you want. Same thing with, you know, being in a relationship or getting married, it's the same thing. Things are going to show up that's going to test how serious you are about that person. Are you going to run the other way as soon as a little problem comes up? That's your storm. That's your test. Everything that comes up that you think is in the way of your business is, is a situation to test how serious you are. Are you going to overcome this issue or are you going to let this one issue back you up and say, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, that's too much. Are you? 
and how this whole trucking thing is working out for me, I mean, let me tell you <laughs> how powerful your mindset is in every situation. Box trucks are at an all-time high right now. They are in a high demand. So just to give you an example, I called up, uh, I think it was Ryder to, see, to buy one of their used trucks, and they had this guy, they wanted $66,000 for a 2016, 20-something with 300,000 miles on it. High, a lot of money, right? That's what they wanted. Price other place, twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty, fifty thousand dollars. With, with trucks with hundreds of thousand miles on it. Then one day, just one day, I talked to my son. Man, we got to get a box truck, and that's going to be the the top. Oh. My, my, and then he says, yo, my cousin on his mom's side, so he, he got a box truck. They were doing a moving business. They're not doing a moving business anymore. And I was like, okay. He told me now, this is the thing. This is why you have to be paying attention. He had told me this, like, maybe a week after I started the box truck venture, doing it. And I kind of blew it off. And then later on, some weeks later, I mentioned it again. He was like, yeah, they, they got the box. So what type of box truck? I started asking, like he told me about the box truck, but I wasn't sure what type we needed. And I said, what type of box truck is it? 24 foot, 26 foot? I don't know. So he called me, oh, it's a 24 foot. Ideal is 26 foot, but hey, you know. So we got to calling up. Now, this is how the universe works in your favor. It don't matter what's going on out there because I'm about to blow your mind how this thing worked out. I told you the price of the box truck and what kind of miles. The average mileage I was seeing was over 300,000 miles. So he had a box truck, 24-foot box truck, with only 125,000 miles, which is nothing for a box truck. With the right engine that I was looking for, international, I think it was a 47, uh, 466E, something like that. The good one with the good engine in it. And I only paid, I'll let somebody in the chat tell me. Y'all take a wild guess. It's a 2001 international 24-foot box truck. Those of you who know uh, Maxim, you know about trucks. 24-foot box truck with only 125,000. You know, everything about trucks is that engine, how many miles is on it, how much wear and tear. That's key. 125,000 miles, 2001 international box truck in pretty good condition. It starts up and runs. We just dropped it off to get it serviced and get it road ready today. How much you think I I paid for that truck? I'm gonna tell you, y'all think, y'all think, y'all think. Hey, I'm gonna ask you, somebody got twenty thousand, somebody got thirty five, someone said sixty k. See, y'all think what I'm saying about how the mind works and how you 
put put your mind to something, how you believe in something, and, and you believe it is now. And you, you know, I had a set price in my mind how much I wanted to kick out. You know, to get started. Come on, I, I take some more some more people. Somebody said fifty two k. Okay, <laughs> keep going. I'm uh, I, I'm y'all not gonna believe what I paid for this truck. I'll give a couple more people to get the answer. Somebody said 12000 All right. Y'all ready? The man wanted 8000 I ended up paying $6,700 for that truck. $6,700 for the truck. So, with that being said, with the... Like, if I just wanted to sell a truck, I could make a huge profit just selling that truck. $6,700, dock height, have the the, the, uh, the lift on it to, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know truck lingo, so forgive me. Got a few things that it needs, uh, some work. I just got a call from the shop today. He told me what needs to what it needs to get it road ready, to get it DOT approved. I'm just waiting for that that price tag. But even with that price tag, I'm still in the green. Now, it wasn't just me that bought the truck. I'm in business with another brother. It's a joint venture. So I split the car. Let's say I split the half of the 60. That's my investment is half of what that cost was. I pride myself in telling you guys the things that I want to teach you and things that I am teaching you, the things that I'm telling you is based off of what I do. What I do. Yeah, we got all that. We got that maintenance history. on the Yes, I I went and pulled the car fact. I pulled everything. The car, you know, the truck just was like, you know, a local move around. They had started this business, didn't do a whole lot with it. And it was just sitting there. Yeah, so... Truck startup is went down the road to the place. They they uh they told me some things that needed. Um, I wrote it down. Um, some rear brakes, rear something brakes, and then something else, which I knew I was gonna do all that stuff anyway. Anyway, uh. What am I? What am, I'm saying all this to say, you are more powerful than you think. If you're at, if you feel like you're at the top of your game, you're more powerful than that. You are more. You can do more. That's if you choose. Those of you who feel like you're not quite there, you are more than that belief system. Change your belief system. Believe in more. Know more. Whatever it is you want. You want just a simple life. You don't need a lot of money. You just want peace and a simple life. You're going to have that. No one should be living a life of despair and stress and constant turmoil. That's not, we're here to enjoy life. Not to be bombarded with problems all the time. You know, if you want to call in and, and, and share, 
your story, your questions, 563-999-3615, 563-999-3615. Call in. I'll take your calls on Blog Talk. Um, so, know your power. Don't, anybody, don't let anyone tell you differently. Um, all right. Maxim Moore says his business is running good and money is coming in. Yeah. See, that is great to hear that. And one of the things that why your business is doing good, because you are a giver. Every week, this brother blesses the show with the donation. And I appreciate that. Thank you, Maxim Moore. Um, and all those other people that's been donating. And I'm going to tell you something. All the people that donate to my show, and I'm not saying donating to my show is going to bring in all your money. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not going to be like these other preachers. You donate to me and God going to let No, it's just donating and giving, period. And no matter where you put your money, it's always going to come back to you tenfold. And everybody that has, I'm just saying, what I've observed, people that have donated to, into this show have been blessed with. With, <laughs> with paydays, you know. Yes, I see it, and that's why they're giving. Are they doing it for selfish motives? No, no, they're doing it for success. They're doing it for to to, to they know that that's the recipe. You want to be successful, you got to learn how to be a giving person. You when you go out and you got you you at a restaurant you got to know how to tip these people. Stop being stingy. I haven't done something in a while. I haven't it's something I got to get back to doing. I haven't done something. Didn't done it in a while. Me and my daughter used to go out and deliberately give nice tips, and I I let her give it to the people when she can. We haven't done that in a while. But I'm going to tell you, the feeling you get when you do something like that and then the the, the, the people, the, the expressions on their face, it, it's priceless. Especially the people in the service industry. They don't get paid a lot. And, you know, that the bulk of their money is off of tips. You know? All right, um... Five six three nine 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 three six one five. Put your put your uh press one when you get on so that I can know you're there. And if you want to donate to this ministry, there it is going across the stream. Dollar sign my email, Zell, hindsight ten twenty seven at Gmail. If you wanna give? I'd appreciate it. This does take some money to run. And in your journey or your process to become very successful, you're going to meet selfish individuals. But don't let that stop you. That's that's part of the process. That's going to teach you how to deal with people. That's just that's going to help you mature and realize that not everybody have good intentions. 
and that's okay, as long as you have good intentions. But if you are a person who are in good intentions and trying to do the right for the most part, that the spirit is going to wake you up to make you aware of those things anyway, and you'll be able to resolve them with no problem. You see? 919. Oh, I know who that is. That's my uh, wife. She's coming on. Thank you. She come support the show. It's always good when you when your your wife is helping out. Hey. Hello. What's up, hey. beautiful? Hey, handsome. <laughs> hey, what's um, up? I'm just listening to the show, and um, I think it's wonderful what you're talking about. No consistency and just believing in your ideas and dreams and. You know, I, I've had plenty of those nights that you're talking about, just staying awake and thinking about what you want to do and not being able to go to sleep. Um, and I've had a lot of different ideas, you know, going mm-hmm. on in my head. Mhm. But yeah, great show. So when you when you uh, get these ideas. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You just make do you write get up and write them down? What do you do? No, I don't write them down. And I always say that I'm going to write it down and maybe that's something that I need to work on. Yeah, it's and a good idea to write them down. Because I know when I don't write it down, it's gone. You, know, you think you're going to remember and then the day goes on and you totally forget that inspirational idea you had. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you have to, you have to write them down. And everybody that's that uh very successful, they say that. Write it down. Write Mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I have plenty of books to do it, so Mm -hmm. I just need to to do it. Yeah. You know. Uh, Yeah, that's. I was very. I I was very good at it, then I slacked off, and I'm back to doing that mm-hmm. again. Oh, okay. So, so, but that was it. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and you know support. Um, yeah, I'm just sitting here watching you on my TV. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you. The supporting. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Who else want to be part of this show? Just, you know, I'm, while she was talking, I typed in something. And I, let's see. I want to, um, Something I just came across. It's a scripture. Maybe I'll save this for another lesson. But I'll give you the scripture. It's uh, Romans chapter 11, verses 29. It says, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. 
Man, that's a powerful scripture when you really understand what that is saying. Irrevocable. That means it's, 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 it can't be annulled, can't be changed. Man. So, you, so we have a gift. The gift of power of God within us. That is irrevocable. You can't change that. So that means at your will, at your disposal, you have the opportunity to be as successful and blessed as you want to be. Don't get distracted. But I'm going to read that scripture thoroughly before I go really in on what I just read. Go back and read. You know, I like to read the whole chapter, kind of get the the fullness of what's being said. So, and you're going to let me get an early show? It's 813, you know. I could use a break. Let's, you know, there was some stuff in the chat. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go down the line. Yeah, that's right. That's trust. That's really what it's talking about, the trust. Um, that's what it was Antonio L. Yeah, yeah. See, he caught that. He caught that. All right, Karini said, I sent out my request for copies of my passport back in June. I received a letter that says they received my request, and it will take 12 to 16 weeks. 16 weeks is over. I called them last week. Lady says that they are still working on it. She'll reach out to the person who's working on my papers and call me back. I've heard back from her yet. Anything else I should do in this moment? Nope. Sit down and wait. Be patient. Sometimes it takes longer than 16 weeks. Some people it's taking a year. It's the government. They feel like you work for them, you owe them, and not, you, not the other way around. You know? Oh, trying to see what else is in What else y'all have to say? Yeah, just be patient. You'll get your, your you'll get it. They said they got it. They're still working on it. You know? So... Just be patient. Um, it's just one of those things. I had a discussion with someone earlier today, you know, waiting for the EINs for the person who trusts to come back. It's taking forever for some people. And unfortunately, that's just the way they, they work in these days. I guess nobody wanting to say, man, if I ain't got nothing to say, you know, I'll get off this line. I was reading some case law, some case, some Supreme Court cases about taxes earlier uh, that I thought I wanted to talk about. But then I felt like you guys needed a boost on confidence and maybe you want to start a business, go into business. Uh, or you have a business and you're feeling like it's not doing what you want it to do, it's not successful, it is successful. It's, it's Just keep keep that in mind. It, your business is successful. The more you stay focused on that, it will be 
successful. And when you get those ideas in the middle of the night, act on them right away. That means getting up and writing it down so that you can appreciate the fullness of that inspiration. Because the moment you lay back and go to sleep, you're going to wake up and try to figure out what was that I was thinking about earlier? It's going to be gone. The spirit is talking at a very specific time to you. The truth, the, the, the ideas is coming at you, at a, and you got to answer that call when it comes. That's another test. Are you going to not, you're going to just lay there and just sleep it away? That's another test. That's another key to success. It's about being real and being, you know, it's your business. You got to be serious about it. And it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take not getting any sleep. We'll lose we'll lose sleep to watch programs and other things, but we won't lose sleep to be our business. Make it a priority that you get up every day. Go to and go away before you go to sleep to believe and know and have successful ideas and thoughts when you get up and before you go to bed. Open your day with that and close your day with that. Someone said people need to realize not to save their spending money, but circulating the money so that it comes back to you. Yes, absolutely, I agree. And I, you know, once you, when you're, when you're circulating money, you say, this, as I circulate this money, is to come back to me tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold. Put a command on your money. When you're giving gifts, put a command on it. You give a hundred dollars. Hey, I give this a hundred dollars for it to return back to me ten times, twenty times, thirty, forty, fifty times. It's okay. You play, keep playing that game. You just, boom, here, here's a hundred dollars, boom, and just watch how it just it, it comes back with friends. Man, all right, let's see. Let's see. Um, all right. Well, since I got people on the line, but they ain't, they ain't, they they're not wanting to talk, so um, I'm gonna shut it down. I'm gonna shut it down. Um, uh, let me see. We have the Divine Connection Show on Thursdays with Jessica and Tasia. We have the Our Journey with myself and Beth, and then we have the uh the uh. Raising Independent Thinkers Show. Somebody's saying webinar date. I don't have a webinar date just yet. Um, what, is, what was I saying? Raising Independent Thinkers Show on Sunday. This Friday is questionable as far as the show because contractors are coming out kind of in the evening to look at the house and do, you know. So, and that right there is a project all in itself. So, we're going to have something for you. All right? 
Um, all right. With that being said, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth. And, beloved, I pray that in every way you may prosper and enjoy good health as your soul also prospers. Peace. Peace to the gods. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation.